All right, you're all set over there? All set. Get these holiday festivities in a row? Let's get it over with. I have a spinach dip to eat. Oh, yeah. You always got some kind of snack in rotation. (laughs) What is going on, Bonafide Heads? This is the Bonafide Bullshit Podcast. I am your host, Eli, along with... Angelica, happy holidays, my friends. You know, Merry Christmas, happy everything. You know what? If I recall correctly, this is episode 50 cent. I literally have no yeah, idea. Episode 50 cent. I have no idea 50. what episode we're on. Yeah, I think it's episode 50. I feel like we're late on this episode. I know the last one we were a little bit late. I think we're definitely late on this episode. No, I think we're just right. Well, when this gets released, it's going to be a little bit late because it's, yeah. it's going to be the same. But we're not like yeah, two yeah. months late or six months disappearing. <laughs> so like we're still good. We're really trying to be consistent. This so. is, yeah, we're working through the trials and tribulations of a uh, family schedule of and everything life. going on in life. And um, as usual, I feel like we're always saying that we're just working through life. And yeah. it really has been the uh, consistent uh, theme of the last couple of years, I guess. It is. And I know a lot of people could relate because that's one of the things when we get messages, they talk about it and they're just like, and I think that's what it is because there's other podcasts you could listen to. It's like watching like a TV show where you're like, yeah, that's fake. That doesn't really happen like that. And <laughs> we just genuinely keep it real with everyone. And um, yeah, it's it's always life. But, you know, whether life. if it's some good things, some bad things, whatever, it's just it's experience and it's the way it goes. Um before we get kicked a off a whole lot of life in yeah before we get kicked off into everything we got to share with some of the listeners when you know that we had we recently lost a family member yeah near and dear to our hearts um our dog chili passed away unexpectedly um, our girl chili chili girl the yeah other, only other woman of the house yeah so you guys long time listeners or know if you watched the youtube when we were doing the youtube videos like you'd either jingling of her chain and her fucking around but then her eventually kicking it mm-hmm. with me or in front of angelica and stuff so yeah uh, uh our other dog chucky's back to being a soldier of one um it's like we, we joke that he's kind of an army of reverse. one yeah um, but yeah, so, you know, like I said, not trying to start on no crazy somber note, just want to just let the listeners know we lost a loved one, had a show with chili respect. She meant a lot to us real close to my heart. No, I think it's definitely something girl. we need to talk about because a lot of people go through this and I think losing an animal, a four legged friend is much harder than people who don't own animals don't. Yeah. You know, understand until you do, which is something that you went through mm-hmm. um, because this was my second loss and it, it was still extremely hard um, in a very different way because, you know, when you make the choice to um, put your animal down because they're really sick, it's it's a different feeling. It's a different yeah. loss that tugs at your heart. So you definitely... It was a new feeling for you. It was it was new for me to see you feel like that as well. It was hard to see me. It was hard for me to see you so hurting, so deeply hurt. Um, yeah, I don't know. Can can you ex- talk about it a little bit without without breaking down? Yeah, if you cannot, is. then we could skip. There's some, I got to bring that ear purifier. I think some stuff in the air in my eyes. It's, in your eyes. it's uh, itchy, you know, allergies yeah, are allergy, bad in here. Allergy season. season is bad. Yeah, it's yeah. Season, yeah. But it's, yeah. It's, Can you walk through it a little bit? Because, you know, for those of you mm. who know, when I first met Eli, he was not an animal lover. 
I had a dog and then I ended up getting another one. He was like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, hold on. He Preference was, on Anna. Like I liked animals and seeing animals and, but like it was particularly specifically, I mean, was dogs and there's a story behind it when i yeah, was you young, were just not a huge dog lover. yeah i just wasn't a huge dog lover but you didn't hate them no but yeah you weren't no, like yeah, yeah. Like, it was just one of those things when i was young i was traumatized i got attacked by two dogs so in my mind it's the two dogs that attacked me plus when we lived off of fullerton um there was this house down the alley that they had these two big ass rottweilers and my dad would be like go throw the fucking garbage out you know and you're like you knew they were gonna be back there the neighbors like fucking around so like you would there's times i threw the fucking garbage and the shit hit the garbage can and spilled all over the place i'm so sorry it's the garbage guys that had to come get that shit and pick that shit up off the floor i feel like i was was so fucking scared it was the first um recollection i have of knowing some of your first traumas. Yeah. As we all know, like we, we, I like we, talk, it real fast, we like. talk about Eli's list of traumas that he's yeah. working through like a soldier right now. But, um, that was, that is one of the first ones that I recall only because when we first met, it was yeah, new. That was I had the dog, you know, and then the, the dog. Why? Like I was young and I'm just like, man, fuck dogs. Dogs aren't mean. And you know, and you, and then, when you and then to, no one tells you otherwise. No. And then my family, the ones that did have pets or friends, like they did bogus shit with their pets to where it's like, you know, they made them look viciously mm-hmm. and, you know, and they made them like, yeah, go. They, they thought it was funny to go let their dog like go sick them, sick them, sick them, you know. So, yeah, you just I just always was like, man, they just seemed really intimidating. They're going to bite me. They're going to fuck me up. I'm also a product of the 80s. So, you know, the dog Cujo watching the movie Cujo, <laughs> you know, so there's just so much shit there. So where I'm getting at is that. And as most of you know, the dogs that I the, my first dog that I got when I was still single was a Chihuahua. And the dog that we rescued when we were together, even though I kind of like just pushed it on him and did it, yeah. you know, was it another Surprise Chihuahua rescue. mix. So everyone knows those dogs are small and assholes. They are very loving to their owners. But, you know, so they are out, you know, most people know them as kind of like the meanies, you know, they're the, the little rats that just don't stop barking and stuff. So really, yeah. the bigger dogs, when treated and trained well are the ones that are a little bit more calm it's just obviously whatever you know the breeds that you had issues with came from owners that did not do their job as their their parents <laughs> it was their a rottweiler dog that was a pit bull you know like I could, it's your it's yeah. your stereotypical top three dogs that right. are like Rawr. and so honestly like, pit, every pit bull that i have met has been so calm and loving and amazing so they really have to be trained mean to have that yeah demeanor, and everybody that i was around which is so sad them to be fucking mean so yeah, that was the whole gist of it. It was just like, so like when it came to dogs, specifically, like I just was like, this wasn't my thing. I'm like, you know, unless, you know, like I said, when like you just mentioned the dogs are small and I met you and I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, well, if shit pops off with this thing. I'm bigger than it. I just fucking take that shit and Robbie Gold and kick that thing like, boom, arf, yeah, it's right. gone. You know what I mean? You like, couldn't if you tried. And then he starts biting you, you start running away. Nah, that, that, that small, you're like, I'm, you know, I'm the captain now. You know, so like, I don't mind. Now, if they start getting bigger, then it's a different story. Then it's like, oh shit, do I gotta, you know, so yeah, so, and Chico was one of the first dogs that, even though sometimes he acted like an asshole with me, I rocked with him, you know what I mean? Because he was real protective of Angel, and he was always, because that was, you know, he was obviously there before me, and he's a male dog, so he was just, like, really, really on her, and, but there was nights when I would come home from DJing, like I, like I always say to this day, you know, he's, he's passed away well over, like, what, it's gonna be eight, nine years now? 
Nine, like um, nine years going on ten. Yeah, oh, yeah, I would say about nine years. So, now. but I, to this and day, it seems like yesterday. To be honest, to me, it yeah. seems very much closer than that. And you know, so this day, what I was going to say is that when I watch ESPN Sports Center at night, I'll think about him because he used to always come. That's when he would come hang out with me, and he just kind of snuggle up on the side, and I would be watching Sports Center. At the time, I remember a couple of times when you were working that side gig that we were getting in late too. So, like, if I got home before you, and I'd kick it with him, so. Yeah, when I when I when we lost him, it was abrupt. It was an abrupt loss. We were on vacation, which is kind of mm-hmm. fucking shitty for those of you who don't know. We, we never shared that story. I can't recall. Yeah, yeah being I on vacation, I don't remember either. We got a call, and yeah, he was. That kinda, was like my first kid, so like it hit me hard in that manner as well as I felt like he got me through some like really hard times. So like my connection to him was so devastating even more because of that. And then he he was getting a little sick prior to us leaving. And we were only gone like a few days. And, you know, I had made the appointment to get the ultrasound and such at the vet. And, you know, whatever hit him, hit him really hard. And like a couple, Mm -hmm. two days, you know, into our trip. And we were coming back in another two days. uh, Our, my appointment called my parents called no your brother called me and he's like hey bro and i'm like i thought first off like like he's calling me and he knows we're on vacation yeah and he's like so you already knew it was off and you had like a bad feeling and you know so no one wanted to call me because they know no he said hey i don't know how i could get this message to angel and he's like it's just and i'm like "Uh uh-oh what's going on and then he told me what he told me and he said yeah chico passed away dad's arms or he was sitting next to dad on the couch and he just stopped breathing and it was like so fucking difficult. Like it was just insanely. It hard. still makes me want to cry. <laughs> it's yeah. still, it's and still very, it's still a very tough pill for me to swallow because like I left and I didn't, I didn't get to say goodbye properly. That's why I think this, mm. this loss with Chili, like it was hard, but like the fact that I got to like see her through, like it gave me like a different sense of like closure, you know, that I feel like I did not get, you know, with Chico. So. Yeah, because we came back and, you know, accommodations were said and we did what we had to do and cremation and whatnot. And yeah, it was it was it was quick and it was we weren't I don't want to say that involved because they said he hit we were a couple days out. So like they had to do what they had to do. We were able to see him and then the cremation and then we got his ashes and whatnot. So it like saved him basically like put his little body like in, you know, however they, you know, in the freezer or whatever yeah, to kind of preserve, you know, sure. so he would be okay, you know, until I got back. Um, so yeah, the, the loss of, uh, of a pet is just such a, it's a different loss because it's not like anyone that talks back to you. Right. It's like a very, it's an unseen love that is so strong. It's, it's like a conversation. having a good friend that was like, you know, I like fucking, my dog more than like people because my dog's going to be loyal to me no matter what. Yeah. As long as you get to a dog, they're going to be loyal to you. You know, it's the old adage, man's best friend. Like they're always by your side. They know like as they evolved over the years and how the breeds he, got Eli messed with. Eli used like, to ask me, you used to ask me if I would ever love you as much as Chico. And that's just something I will never, ever forget because like when you asked mm-hmm. and I just, mm-hmm. I didn't know how to explain it to you without sounding like a complete asshole. But it was just a no. Different, yeah. It was just a no, and it wasn't that, you know, my level of love for you obviously is quite abundant. But, like, you know, how you love your animals and the connection, it's just an inexplainable way. So It's very inexplainable. But, yeah, and, yeah, she, the, the loss of her just 
I still have moments when I think about it. And it's just, uh, it's just, the, it happened real fast. And then to see her through it, like I have all the utmost pride in seeing her through it. But it also like fuck with me because it's like. Because you had you to wish, see it. You wish the pet could talk. You wish you were Dr. Doodle and you could like talk to the pet and the pet talks to you back. And you could say, yeah. like, man, like you want that pet to know, like when I have my like, um, damn, <laughs> fuck. Um, when I had those last like that last hour with her, because the day before I took her with me for a last cigar smoke, because I knew even though I was trying to be positive, it wasn't going to turn around the way it was supposed to turn around. Like I just had to come with reality. And I said, man, let me at least have one last cigar smoke with her because she would always kick it with me when I was smoking cigars. And um. <laughs> That last moment when I said, you know, hey, before we go to the vet, I said, we got to walk her out the front door. Like, there's no back door, no yeah. side door, no nothing. And went to her spot. Ooh, where you that was a moment. Front. Yeah. And for me, I just keep her playing. Fuck. Sorry, guys. Um, In my mind, I just keep like in repeat. The stuck in repeat for me is because her eyes were, have, were having this kind of sud. And she was just trying to like see. Mm-hmm. And I felt like. We went out there and the sun was like at the perfect fucking angle in front of the house. And uh, she's always loved sitting in the sun. And it was like she had like looked and she took a big breath of air and her eyes were like clear. And I was like, man. Yeah, it and felt, I just it felt like in the back of my fucking head. It, it did. It felt it felt surreal. You were like, all right, let's bring her, you know, to the front door because like that was her spot. And I wrapped her up in a blanket because it was cold, you know, and I didn't want her to be cold. And the sun was setting and everyone knows I love my sunset. So like I sat down, I said, okay, girl, I'm like, we're going to watch the sunset. And it was just like, it was, the sun was so orange that like the side of my face was orange, but like her little face, like she was just like inhaling the air and looking, you know, at the sun and what, what she was able to see. She probably just saw like light, you know what I mean? And her you know, with her yeah, body kind of like I'm breaking like. down, you know, she saw something and, you know, it was, it was a beautiful and like very sad moment, you know, for us. Yeah. So. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's very beautiful, but it's just that moment plays over and over. And I'm just like, for me, it's like, you're like, man, I wish I could just talk to you and just let you know, Hey, always appreciate your companionship. Always appreciate you around, even though you drove me us nuts sometimes with some of the shit she'd get into because she had her own character. But just to be like and hear her be like, yeah, I know it and I'm going to be OK. And I think that's like the heart smart because you're talking well, I think to that's the thing. That's, that's the thing you. with dogs like they just know, you know, just like when they know that you're sick or you're not feeling well, yeah. you're down, they stand by you. So like, you know, we were with her very close, you know, holding her in her last moments. We were saying things to her so like she could feel it, you know what I mean, yeah. without knowing the words. And that's why our relationships with these animals are so strong because you don't even have to speak any words to them. Like they just know, like they just love you. Yeah. They're there no matter what. Like it's like that when we saw that movie strays. Yeah. You know, uh, it's a comedy with the dog and uh, yeah, it's, it's real funny with Will Ferrell, Kevin Hart. And yeah. it was so funny that, you know, they would fucking, he, the, the, the main the character that's the main stray that's the main character in the movie the dog i forget his name but 
his owner kept kicking him out, like purposely yeah. trying to lose him. And he'd find yeah. his way back home. Like he, he didn't would know, drive he like, super hey. far, <laughs> drop him off like in a cornfield yeah. and be like, bye. And then he left. And this dog, because he was like, oh, my owner's just playing a yeah, game. He's he playing like, fudge. Loves, we love fudge. He loves me you so know, much, like, you know. And then he would like find his way back. And the owner would be like, fuck, we just drove like two hours out. How did you make it back? Yeah, he just knew. And it was just like, so like that, like where they just don't know. They're just, they're going to, they're, they're loyal to you. So yeah, that was just a real heavy loss that still sits with me, obviously, you know, and uh, like I said, I have my moments where I'm like chucking along, moving, but I do have my moments when I'm by myself from driving or small things and I think about her and um, like I said, we begin to talk and I just reminisce and replay situations in my head and yeah, it's yeah. definitely, you know, it's a different type of love. I'm sure people, the listeners that we have that have pets know exactly what we're talking about. Oh, man, the masses of people that reached out and I told them I appreciate it on social media. They sent us love to the family. I appreciate that. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was, yeah. people could relate. There's people it honestly was, pets. it was like overwhelming. Like I, and I wanted to send like, or put out like a, a I don't know, you don't, I don't even know, like a thank you post yeah. or just like a, a gratitude post. But like, it was so overwhelming. The people are like, I'm so sorry, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or even like, I just thought, you know, I had made a very short reel of her and I don't know how many views it got. I think well over a thousand, which, you know, in the big scheme of social media, maybe isn't a lot, but I was like, you know what? Like a thousand people got to see my girl. You know, yeah. like, yeah, and yeah, like I said, there was, and I was checked out for a few days. Like I just was mentally checked out. Like, so, uh, when I finally kind of decided to come out the show a little bit, I reached out to everybody and told them, Hey, sorry for the late response. Obviously, you know, the situation we got going on and I'm just kind of wasn't in the right headspace at that moment to like talk to people and be on social media like that. So yeah. But yeah, the like I said, the outpour of people and, and those that already followed us knew like they laugh about her tongue sticking out the side of her mouth when she'd kick it with <laughs> us or be in front with me. Yeah. So, you know, they were just like, oh, man, you know, and um, yeah, it's it's real tough. It's just real fucking tough uh, to, to see through the process. And but we did what we did. We were there with the vets, all four of us, you know, Angelica, yeah. Martin, Eli. The were, other the other really hard thing was getting our younger one through it. You know, it was yeah. his first kind of like bigger death experience. Like he's had fish that died, you know, which even when he was little, he was very sad about it. But we got chilly when he was very little. So they like really grew up together. And so teaching him about like death and loss of an animal and really just the process since we had to like actually put her down and, you know, explain the euthanasia part and why, um, was such a, you know, he, he, I think the last like day, like yesterday was probably the first day he didn't cry. Like he has been crying every single day, a little bit here and there. And it really is super sad to see. And then, you know, (laughs) I could semi laugh about it now, but like two days after we lost Chili, he lost his fucking hamster, our hamster, which is the hamster like him and me really took care of. He was like the cutest, fattest little hamster I've ever seen, like literally my entire life. And he died. Good old so, Walt. Man, RIP Walter. Like, Quick side cute. note for those of you, if you guys heard a beeping, it's not in your house. It's not your, <laughs> your uh, what do you call that? Your, um, I'm blanking out on the, uh, the, Man, shit, how could I, when you have a fire in your house, your smoke detectors. <laughs> it's not a smoke detector. It is Angelica's food that she was prepping um, or her first snack after the show, day after show snack. But yeah, so like, yeah, that whole situation, having the kids involved, like our rule of thumb was 
we rescued her together. We're going to we're going to outsee her together. We're going to make sure that she's, you know, we're by her side all together as one. But we did give him the opportunity and said, hey, we know this is intense. We know stuff's, you know, you know, um, heavy and it can seem extreme. But you guys let us know that if you're down, if you're not like, again, we respect it. So I'm hoping that when I, when they get older, that they'll be able to say, you know what, I respect that my parents kept me a part of that because now it kind of built up because I've never experienced that and it was tough. So hopefully, you know, because we still got Chucky and I'm not you know, trying to put that out in the atmosphere. But I'm saying if that time no. does come, yeah. you know, like just a little bit more prepared for it, you know, so. Um, yeah, and I just, you know, we just wanted them to know it's it's part of life, you know, like our lives, mm-hmm. our lives in general are not short and animals' lives are shorter, you know, and so you know, I don't want him to be afraid to show his feelings, you know, because even when I picked him one day at school, he was like, all right, mom, let's go to the car. I'm like, okay, yeah, we're going to the car. He's like, because I'm going to cry and I don't want to cry in front of people. I'm going to cry in the car. <laughs> and it was just like the sweetest little thing. But I was like, it's okay. You know, it's, like, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to cry wherever the fuck you want, you know, whenever it comes out, because, yeah. you know, we're, we're lucky to have those feelings and we're lucky to have even had someone something we've loved so much that has gifted us those feelings. And I think when we, even when we were talking with you and we we're just like, why, 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 you know, and it's like, you know, if Chili um, was sent here, even just to like give you, you know, these feelings and show you this kind of love, like, you know, her life was God, you know, worth it, you know, no, she was taken care of, you know, yeah, she was taken care of and she's, she's definitely missed. Because um, I think you yeah. like, are you, I mean, listen, I have seen you cry. I could count on one hand, you know, and the times I've seen you cry maybe were for seconds, literally <laughs> seconds at a time. And, you know, this man, all the feelings he felt with her death was, I mean, just nonstop. So it was not only was it hard for me, but I think it was just connecting with emotions that, you know, were from a, a mixture of things, you know, whether it's growing up or that he's working through currently. But like it brought that out of him. And I think it, it needed to come out. And I think, you know, in a way it was uh, uh, beautiful. Yeah, I know all you guys are shocked. Even my oldest son would look in and my little one. And I, I yeah. can't, first off, I can't remember. That's about a few days. I mean, not, I mean, straight crying and then now like still like tearing up. I can't remember the last time I was like that. Or I feel like I, never. I can't remember the last time that I cried myself to sleep, man. That fucking Monday night, like, man, I fucking, that was a day before we ended up having to go to the vet and put her down. But um, that Monday night, seeing the shape that she was in. And like I said, I'm not getting descriptive or anything like that, but it's just, uh, it really fucked with me. And I'm like, man, I think it took me back to like a younger me crying in bed over some, you know, family stuff. And I told myself that that day, I'm like, I'll never cry myself to sleep ever again. And I fucking, you know, fucking. That's what I'm saying. Like those years later. It's crazy you said that because you, you didn't tell me that, but you know, I, I mean, I didn't hear that until now, but you know, it, it's crazy. Like those feelings really, they connect somewhere, you know? So like the hurt. You know, when I, you know, when you, when those tears come out and obviously it's over her as well, but then you remember a feeling, you know, that you had and it's connected with that. And then it makes it harder because then you're not only working through her death, but then like thinking about that moment 
that it's you had lot. that you yeah. had forgotten for you know thirty some years. It's it's a whole lot. I mean, it, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a whole lot, guys, a whole lot. But you know, uh, you know, th- for me, it's it's the holiday season, and I think the other thing too, like I said, I take moments out of that couple of days when the situations were happening the way they were happening, and like the other one is like our son being like she's not going to be here for Christmas. Oh my gosh. She's not going to spend Christmas with us. And it's like, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, and it's that. Or when we went to pick up her ashes, he was like, is she going to be there? Can I like pet her? And, you know, I was like, no, you know, and I didn't fully explain because it was, I honestly couldn't, I could figure out a lot of things, but like this one, the process of it, the process of it, the way that it, it happens when you get a dog, like we had to go through with Chico and they explained the process mm-hmm. and we saw the whole beginning of the process. And for me, it's just like, yeah. And that's what there's, also I feel fuck like with me too no thinking at night. Cause when we left it, we had to leave her there. And I was yeah, like, I know. Are they doing it now? Is it, is it happening right now? Do they still got her laying in there? Where is she for at? Sure. Like it was just, it was so much, it was so much stuff that you're just going through, you know? Um, it's, it's a hard to even think about it ourselves. Like you said, the process. Yeah. So like, there's no way to like, you know, you can make a lot of situations like, oh, blah, 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 like light and love and unicorns or whatever. But like you cannot explain the cremation process in a in, you know, no. a child friendly way, I feel like. So, you know, it was just like, you no, know. that shit's just bold right in front of your fucking face. Yeah. And so basically it was just it was a box of her memories, you know, in her life. And mm-hmm. that was it. Yeah. And, and that's what it is. Yeah. So, you know, she sits with me now in my office and even now, like touching the box, I'm like, man. Selfish me would have liked to have her a full person, but yeah, obviously sure. I can't. So it's just like, you know, tap the box on top of it and just, you know, I, I say some of my sayings that I would say to her and yeah. yeah and just obviously keep the memory alive. And um, we've said like, yeah. she's so funny that we like gave her a voice. And I think, I don't know if we've talked about the voices, like Eli had given the dogs voices yeah. and hers I don't, have we ever talked about it on here? Probably, like I said, because they would run around Hers the show. Hers was and, a very raspy um, Latin voice. She like, remind me of the Doñas when I grew up in Humboldt Park. They'd be there, they'd be out on their porch smoking, had a little raspiness to their voice with a little attitude. So if I came home <laughs> and I'd be like, hey, girl, what's happening? He'd be like, what's up, bitch? Yeah. Like that. Look at this bandana. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was like the shit, the ladies that I grew up around, that, that the kids, my friends' moms, that were on the porches talking shit in the park. Yeah. Or if I was like, all right, guys, I'll be right back. And like, she'll hope Eli would be like, I just think it's funny, man. Yeah. If some shit happened, like, Angel would, like, you know, go to Chuck and be like, here you go. And then I'd be like, well, where the fuck is my tree? And then they'd be like, I just find it funny, gay. Cuando tú tienes algo, you know, yeah. like the typical Latin ladies complaining some shit. And once you always hear, I just find it funny, you're like, oh my God, here we go. So, yeah. So uh, he's given our dogs voices. And those are the things that, like, I mean, really, we would do it every yeah, day, like every so day. many times a day. So, like, that even my youngest would, like, sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Listen here, B word. Yeah. You say that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but. So like those are the little moments like we miss and we you know yeah yeah no so yeah, yeah. Uh, again those are um, the best yeah it's chilly we miss you we love you to all the listeners that have pets out there like I've been telling people I'm like if you have your pet do me a favor go over and give your pet a hug give him a kiss in the forehead I'm like Hold just, them tight. you know because some people don't realize how much they don't do it um, time, even uh, they have their pet you know time, so time goes by way too fast to, so do that. Know? 
And um, yeah, man, well, you know, chilly. Always be a part of us, and even here on right. Christmas, you'll you'll be around with us. That was my first daughter, so <sighs> maybe I'll have another doggy daughter. Who knows? But yeah. uh, she was my first and the only other woman of the house. So there's a little estrogen loss here. You know, I'm yeah. feeling it. Gotta so clean, glad I cleaned up. Got a little video footage, and I'm like, damn, you <laughs> fucking crying. I'm so if you hear me say fuck or sniffle, I'm like, shit, like. It's Got me fucked up. Like I kept saying, chilly girl, you got me fucked up. Yeah. You know, like, just got me fucked up, girl. But, you know, kind of switching some gears right here, uh, yeah. dropping in to second gear. Uh, it's, it is the holiday season. Uh, it's the holiday weekend. Um, I hope you and yours have a good one from our family to your family. Obviously, you know, with holiday comes the, what I call the family shuffle. The family shuffle. Um, yep. Those who can relate, the family shuffle is when you go to it's your in-laws' little... house, your own parents' house, your cousin. You know, it's like you're just seeing family and it's a big fucking shuffle. It's ever-changing for us over the years because for a handful of years, excuse me, um, we had it all in one place at my mom's house. Yeah, big-ass party. Yeah, yeah, and oops. Um, so it was nice because we would go one place the next day. Christmas Day is always just like us, just our family. The actual um, 25th. Yeah, the 25th. So, but now it's a little bit more separated. Everyone's got different things going on. So we are doing a little bit of a family shuffle on top of seeing family, you know, friends that are family as well. So, you know, we're just trying to make make time for the people that, you know, mean the most to us. Yeah, you know, so I know we were talking a little bit during uh, the Thanksgiving episode where we were talking about like, like I said, all Thanksgiving and and. Just emotional damage emotional as i always re- reveal some childhood trauma that i'm sure people can relate to it's the best when little eli does that yeah we'll be driving somewhere and eli's like i don't know reminiscing because that's like what he does and then he'll be like emotional damage oh, says, emotional package, package emotional yeah package. you can't get it right <laughs> but uh yeah so like you know <laughs> the holidays i like i love them i love the holidays i mean as a kid i love snow as an adult i'm not a big fan of snow it's when you're driving in it and doing all the other shit in it but it's you know like holidays for me and i and i know for a lot of people and maybe some not but i know for for a fair fair share and fair amount you you reminisce you think about stuff you like like we were starting to allude in that thanksgiving episode about like man you know like you just mentioned you, you just hinted you were like yeah we used to be these big parties at my parents house and it was everybody like that was a central location now everything's kind of changed and mm-hmm. it's like I think we even talked about felt, that last episode. Like, even when I was younger, like, we had big parties, and all of a sudden it was like, whether yeah. people have moved or passed away, like, it's just gotten I smaller. Just, I'm trying to find the formula. I don't know if the formula is the social media presence or the fact that, not presence, but presence, um, you know, where you go ahead and the footprint for your family to see each other and do their own thing. So they're consistently viewing versus back then. It was like, oh, I haven't seen my Theo, my Thea, you know, in so long. And so then they're getting together. So. I'm trying to figure, I, I was trying to wrap my head around the different levels of the reasons why that's the way it works out now that you don't have a lot of that like gathering. And, but at the same token, I also, you know, think about, um, hold on, your leather pants are making some like I'm crazy sorry. rubbery sounds. I, I, I'm sorry, I have leather pants on and I have leather pants on and a leather seat. So like. Yeah, they're like, damn, these motherfuckers are <laughs> farting. The friction. The friction. <laughs> tearing it up. <laughs> There's a little friction happening down there. Um, but uh, what I was going to say was, so, yeah, you you know, I, I don't want to preference this trauma. What do you mean you're trying to find the, you know. No, what I was saying prior was trying to find out, like, how come families don't hook up as much. But then in the same token, I was thinking, like, 
the same breath, I'm like, man, it, it, some of this shit's fu- it's funny to me now. And again, and I know some people be like, well, that's trauma that's kind of subsiding in your subconscious. But it's like, it I just, I think about it because it's just, that's how I correlate a lot of memories. Like, I'll correlate with something. Like, when you talk about the dogs and I go back to the story, like, this just the way I am. I, I have, like, a story or a history to it. It's just, it's just the way I do. It's not the way you are. It's the way that your mind is trained currently, which you're working on changing. Yeah. And I don't, again, I don't, not that I don't say I don't mind it. I just, for me, it's like, I I laugh about like, I'm just like, wow. Like I was telling the listeners, I'm like, well, Thanksgiving was a day that they would, that was who they would pick whose house we're going to go to. And then they would do the grab bag. So it was like you put all the names in the bag and you're like, all right. And yeah, you're yeah. like $25 limit and whoever you get, you yeah, can't Yeah, I feel say. like you've talked about this before and you also, you feel like you always get like the shitty No, not something. that I feel like I did. I always got okay. fucked. And, but I'm saying, so like shit like that. So I think about like that shit and it makes, nah, like I said, it makes you laugh. There Was there a moment where I was fucking bothered? Or, yeah. Now I look back and I laugh and then you just think about again, like the, like, it's funny seeing families open gifts before the quote unquote unofficial midnight. You know, because everybody's like, you got to wait till 12 o'clock, 12 yeah. o'clock, what is officially? Because they party on the 24th. And 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 it was like, we're partying on the 24th, and at midnight, not not nobody better touch a fucking package at 11.50, 11.45, 11.58. Like, you had to wait well, till 12 o'clock that- to open gifts. And now people, 7, 8 o'clock in the evening on the 24th, they're opening shit up. But I think that happens because families change. You got young ones, and like, you know, they can't wait that long. So... Yeah, I think it just fuck like, that. That's when you had the kid in the bedroom and all the coats. Yeah, and then you rewoke mm-hmm. them up, and you're like, "Come on, they're opening gifts." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so that's that essence of what we grew up is. It's 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 hilarious, and like, you, respectfully, yeah, like kids shouldn't be up. <laughs> you know, you shouldn't have a six year old up at twelve o'clock at night. But it's funny that to think about that's the way we used to do things. And it was like all the uncles yeah. and aunts were just and our parents were like, uh-uh, not till 12 o'clock. And then it was like a big savage were, feast for all the packages. I mean, all the gifts to jump on on. Because they were all hanging out and drinking, too. We were just too young to, like, realize that they were just having a grand old time while, you know, we were waiting. Except now we're them. And I think for a while, like, that was fun. <laughs> and now we're like, we're fucking tired. Like, listen. That's it. I think it's like everybody's like. We're revolting because I remember I hated that as a kid sitting and waiting on the Maybe. couch for 12 o'clock. So it's like, because you got some parents. It's, like, it's that generational change. Yeah, some happening. parents, like it was funny. Like I saw a real, and they had uh, an old school Latin dad that was like, he's arguing with this, the, somebody else in the family's recording this old school Latin dad arguing his daughter. She's like, listen, I could only come the 24th for a little bit, but then I could come back the 25th. And he's like, no, if nobody's not going to be here the 24th to open up gifts at midnight, nobody's not opening up nothing. You know, oh and it was God. funny seeing that because like, like it's that was the old rule like i said the old the rule the rule that they had and we would be so annoying we wanted to just open our shit and keep it pushing now my dad is an old school traditionalist where he would not open up a gift until the 25th yeah. the morning of the 25th that's he he won't budge not the 24th that night or 25th at midnight yeah no yeah he, he will not believe- budge he has to do it christmas day in the morning yeah i think even when we have we always see them before christmas usually and even when we give them uh, give him i'm sorry his presents i know i noticed that he doesn't open them he'll bring him home yep i'll give it this tomorrow when we see him i'll give him his gift and he'll be like which thank you i'm gonna open this monday yeah (laughs) which i like i like that you know people have their traditions he keeps the most random traditions for a guy that when i grew up with and we had our trials and tribulations like you're just like this motherfucker has the most random shit (laughs) fucking but then you wonder like 
what's sitting in his mind or what did he go through yeah. as a kid? You know, well, what I was going to say is like, I feel like the traditions that people keep is because it brings them back to like a good memory. Like, I feel like yeah. that's why we keep our traditions. That's why and we I, do the things. we. And then the ones that we don't, we're like, nah, fuck that shit. You know, but the ones that you do keep, like your dad keeps very sternly. There's a reason. I don't know what it is, but there's a reason. So I'm going to. If if he does, I'm gonna preference it. If he does, if he's if I give him and he says I'm gonna wait, to, I'm gonna ask why do you do that? I'm gonna see what he truly says. I would love to know. I would love to know. And, yeah, that's, that, and that's I'm sure I, I know he would tell us too. Like, and there's probably a story behind it that he would tell us. Yeah, because he does not fucking budge. Like I said, like he down cold. The 25th's gotta be the day that I open open up the gifts. You know, so yeah. So it's just like again, family times, fun, the whole nine. Like Christmas time is like. It, Next to Halloween is one of my favorite times. And it's more for, like I said, the nostalgic aspect of it, the the memories of it, the movies. I, you know, I feel like they don't make the good Christmas movies like they used to. Some of them are like overly cheesy now or they're not, Uh, they're not hitting the mark. So cheesy. And I'm one for cheesy movies. Okay. Like I could go for a good Hallmark movie here and there when I feel like crying, you know, or I'm just by myself, you know, binging or something. But like, there's no other ones. Like there's no more like. Home Alones or, you know, my favorite, Elf, you National know. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Die Hard. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they don't have those anymore. No, it's like. No new ones. There's anyways. a couple that were out there. They were just like the the one with Eddie Murphy that we saw. Yeah, it was fine. It was decent. It was fine. It was funny. Like, it had some funny moments, but overall, it was still kind of like. Yeah, they had Letty Murphy, Lil Rel. Like, it, it just it was doesn't good, like. It, it just, doesn't hit it, in the same way. It doesn't hit in the word. I could be like, man, this is a fucking classic like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, like Elf, A Christmas Story, where you could go back at any time frame in life and play it. Because even for my kids, they're at home alone, like where you play it and they're like, oh shit, like I feel those are for what's right now and then they're forgotten about. It is a classic for sure because I was just at our youngest one who's in fourth grade now uh, at his holiday party. I always do fake tattoos for the kids and they fucking love it. But- so many kids there had like elf shirts and they're nine. So like this is a classic because this was out when we Buddy. were younger, you know, so they still like it. So that's like the test of time. Like the ones that come out, you know, every year, whether it's Hallmark or some of the other ones on Netflix or whatever, no one remembers those. I've they watched a the handful mark. of them. You know, I don't remember like any elf, of them over elf the to years. Me, you know, now they're celebrating its 20th anniversary. Wow. And I'm like, wow, Elf's been out for 20 years. Like, you know, again, and it was it was executed perfect and the way they did it. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you even go back to the old Frosty oh, the so Snowman good. shorts. Like, I like watching watching those. And yeah. yeah, I just feel like the marks are not hit the way they with the way they used to be. But I'm real happy to be able to take my kids and show them and for they could see yeah. and, and kind of enjoy that and experience that. Because, again, like it's those are they're awesome and they're timeless. Yeah, they Home really Alone's are. timeless. Like you play again, you play at any time frame in life, and it's just it's timeless. You know, yeah. Like Elf is so time. Like, yeah, it's just they're they're. I want to watch good. Home Alone. We need to watch that one. Yeah, you know, like it's so just good. those are. I like how they have now the memes and shit where they're like talking shit about his dad. Yeah, like are the ones that like show the house and it's like I'm just wondering, you know, what what Kevin's dad did for a living or something see, like that. Did you see the kid that? And it's another set of podcasters that are out there. The kids say. 
Have you checked out the, do you know in the background he does one of those? Oh, I sent it to you. The one with the t- Kevin's ticket in the garbage? Yeah. Yeah. The Kevin's ticket in the garbage. And it's, unless you watch the movie and see it in slow motion, they throw yeah, his flight ticket in the garbage. pause at that moment and it's seriously so quick. You would never, ever see it. Yeah, that was not Hughes. I'm trying to get the director because the guy that originally directed that I don't know. directed a bunch of other 80s stuff. But that little cookie crumble hint or yeah. Easter egg as they call it, like... That shit was like, oh, shit. Like, if you don't catch it, you know, and people go. And again, I think all this shit gets caught now because we're watching it so much that you start to yeah. pull little things out. Like, I started to realize in Elf, that whole time when he's leaving uh, the North Pole, the little characters are kind of based on my old school favorite characters. On, you know, Mr. Snowmise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're kind of based on that, but obviously because of. Yeah, the snowman when he was leaving, he was talking to yeah, the snowman. He's talking shit and yeah. whatever. and uh yeah he's like that's obviously they can't say the actual name because that's you know copyright i'm yeah. sure but it was cool to see like them pay homage to like that, that stuff and you catch it now like before i didn't, didn't even so, think about so it many good and now i'm like oh shit movie. is that a reference to so yeah i just yeah. Actually, i feel like they, had, they don't hit the mark the landing spots anymore no and christmas marks. uh christmas vacation i feel like is one that you know, it was funny back then, but now when we watch it, because we're like of the age of the main characters or maybe around them, it's just so much funnier because we could really, you know, connect oh, yeah. with what they say, <laughs> how they're feeling, what they're doing with their kids, what, you know, why they're doing all the things for the kids, you know, the struggles, I am, I am. that bonus that he was waiting for. Yeah, like, like, that's I you. I am fucking Clark that's Griswold. <laughs> you, yeah, that's a 100% Eli all the way. Like, the, how he acts, how he dresses, his like fucking madness. He's a mess. Chubby Chase is on the list of people that I like to meet. And like, I know he had, he was out here recently doing some Raising Cane's thing or something. Um, yeah. But I would yeah, like to just meet him. Like, that's just as a kid, like Chubby Chase, that whole SNL cast, like all those guys, like oh, Dan Aykroyd, your Eddie Murphy, like those were all people, John Candy. So, yeah. What was the other movie where they were going to like the theme park? That's National Lampoon's family National vacation. Lampoon's. Yeah, same yeah, thing. Because yeah. he's a Christmas vacation and yeah. his family vacation. That's when he loses his shit because he wants his family to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, the park is closed down for renovations. <laughs> and John Candy's there. And he's a security guard. And he if, just loses his shit and takes him hostage. If you planned a vacation, that would 100% be you. And it would happen to me. Like, I'm like, yeah. I'm in it. And I'm like, in it and win it finally. And then I go take my family. And I'm like, what the fuck? What do you mean you're closed? What do you mean? You know? Just- it just what my fucking look. It is literally the vibes you carry throughout your fucking life. I, that, that it's just fucking so relatable. Like I said, it's uh, it is. It's exactly. It's, it's so a relatable. I love it, man. Watching I really, it again every time around this time they get the ads for the jerseys, and I'm I'm gonna pull the trigger and eventually get one because I I like the just because it's got the Blackhawks and it says Griswold. But yesterday at the cigar shop, there was a guy that came in and he had it was called the Shitters, and it was mm-hmm. Eddie. And the last name on the back was Eddie. The number was number two. And the yeah. front had him with the. And I was like, dude, that fucking jersey's dope. He's like, oh, thanks, man. I had to custom one. I'm like, man, I'm like, I thought that was a cool concept because, uh, you know, yep. Uncle Eddie. That's one of my favorite. Like around here, there's one. I haven't seen it this year because I don't think I've driven down that road. There's someone that does that with his. They, they Decorations. Set, yeah, they they set up like a mannequin dressed exactly like him, and they have Uncle a sign. Eddie. Yeah, that says "shitters full" and everything. You know, with the hose and everything, <laughs> it's just the best. That uh, they had that ornament where he's on the the. And today, I'm, I'm tonight. I'm I'm losing my words for the simplest thing. Earlier was fire, the uh, detectors, and now it's uh, the oh. sled. 
the silver sled saucer mm-hmm. when he's like later dudes and he like yeah. flies and like yeah there's just oh so much God. shit seeing the ornaments for that i know i got a funko pop where it's him doing that it's real cool it's limited and it's uh him flying down on the saucer and then uncle eddie in his suit with his hat and yeah his robe <laughs> and uh yeah that's just man those are those are some straight fucking classics and i again like i said i wish uh I wish Hollywood would get their shit together and, and do something like that, especially for like our kids' generation. It's just different now. The movies are different, and I don't think like their generation, you know, like Martin, our our eldest one, like he watches, he stays watching the old movies that we used to watch. He doesn't like watch new movies. He watches anime, but then the, every yeah, time I, anime, I catch him watching a movie, I'm like, hey, what are you watching? He's like, Twenty One Jump Street. You know, yeah. that's like his favorite. He's always watching that. He doesn't watch <laughs> My like. My name's Dan. <laughs> yeah. This is my swiping a swiper in boots. You cannot. And it's another one. Like when you hear someone named Jeff or meet someone like, I don't know. I think a oh, lot I of hear people. It all the time. I think a lot of people go straight to that. Last night. For sure. Last night a guy came in. They were like, hey, it's Jeff. And I was like, my name is Jeff. Yeah. You're, you're like, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. In my head, I was just like, my name is Jeff. And yeah. he walks in and he, they're like, oh, at the, at the cigar lounge for the Christmas party. And I was at it. And I'm just like internally like oh my god like yeah that's how i, yep, I, I exactly I, the sign was like those that. lines like those they la they're lasting whereas now it's kind of i don't know it's just some it's kind of stupid like it's fine but there's no no lines like that that you know yeah martin's like always that. in again because we tried and then we just like we tried with little eli it's like martin yeah, i always was like having with me and we would i'm like trying to show him stuff and the movies that were out, obviously, he was, you know, yeah. 21 Jump Street came out when he was young. He watched and so many inappropriate movies that he Ted. should have watched. Ted. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my classic. God. You were like, what are you watching? I'm yeah, I was like, you Ted. are not supposed to be watching that. <laughs> yeah. I fast forward to the nasty parts. Yeah. No, you didn't. <laughs> you did not. You definitely did not. But it's anyways. building character. Yeah. Yeah. Character. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So, like, we'll, we'll see. I know the, the latest excursion we're about to take with e- Little Eli is Titanic. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Winslet. <laughs> because he the yesterday he came home from school and I, I guess they're obviously learning it in history. And he was like, mom, guess what? <laughs> He's like the Titanic. There was like a 20, what, what was it? 25 foot. 20 something story. story oh yeah. 25 yeah. story iceberg that they ran into. I was like, oh wow, really? He's like, yeah. He's like, and then. Everyone was getting off the ship. It was like first class first. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm like, you know what? We're going to watch the movie. And then you could see what, you know, kind of a reenactment of what really happened. Yeah, because it's actually a good movie. You know, it is. I mean, it's long. It's long. It's two VHSs. (laughs) It's really long. There's only two movies as a kid that I remember my parents owning. Scarface and Titanic. And those are two VHSs a piece. Yeah. Yeah. When the shit stops and says, Put in the next tape. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucked up. Like, it's fucked up that it's that long. So we'll see. Like, it's cool that like, he's coming with some history stuff. And yeah, we'll it's funny he to hear them it. talk and, like, learn and, you know, retain that information and see what he's, like, really interested and comes home and talks about. So even with even with Martin, like, he'll come home and talk about, like, whatever books he's reading and stuff like that. So it's cool to see them, you know, chat with us. But, um yeah, you know, the things that really stick with them are some of really the old school classics. And mm-hmm. that's why even now with like reels, a lot of the sounds that the reels have, they're from like old movies. The reels. They're not uh, from recent ones. They're from old movies and they're from like two, 90s and 2000s, you know, rap music. So come on. 
our era was the fucking best. You like cannot fight that. No, not at all. Even like little Eli with the music and some of the stuff he flashes back to, and he's yeah, like, like man, what what song was that? I I put it back. It's like Looter or something like that. You know, he's like, yeah. oh okay, I like that. Like he song. loves himself DMX. He loves himself mm-hmm. Eminem. You know what I mean? Missy Elliott. Like you know, and and he picks Mike up the Jones. Song. Mike Jones and Paul Wall and yeah, it's and I can't wait till he gets older so I can explain oh that I met God. some of those people it's and funny. did stuff with those people. But yeah, it's funny because yeah, he sits he sits there and jams out to it and and he loves listening to the old school stuff and he picks up the lyrics so fucking fast. And Eminem's one of the ones that he like tries yeah. to rap side by side. Yeah. The other really. day I showed him a new one that's like a a deep sleeper Eminem song and he's like, yeah, I really like it, Dad. I gotta play it, Dad. And then I got yeah, the there was like, one put that song one he was like. Can you put on this song? I was like, what song is that? I hadn't even known. It was an Eminem, Eminem song. Yeah, it's what got... Name, what, what was the name of it? Uh, not Warning. Uh, no, I think it is Warning. No, it's on the it Eminem show album. It was something. And I was like, what's that? He's like, mom, it's Eminem. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I can't... Uh, man, man, it's going to fucking drive me nuts here for a second. Because, yeah, when I, play, when I played it for him, I told him, I was like, I said, oh, you're going to really like this one. And he's like, really, Dad? And I'm like, yeah, because again, he was sticking to some of the, the basic singles that you that you hear. But I'm like, on this on this album, it was uh, business. It's called business. Mm, maybe it was that. I'm not sure, yeah. but it was one. It, honestly, and it was an Eminem song that like I. It, yeah, then you'll get it. It was an Eminem song like I haven't even heard. You know, so it was definitely a, a deeper cut, and he was asking to play it. So, yeah. but it's funny. He's definitely like you in that he likes all genres. Like he will. In the next song he'll listen to will be like Elton John, and the next song he'll listen to will Bad be Bunny. yeah, will like be Bad Bunny, like yeah, old school DMX, and then he's like, yep. Whereas like know. Martin is, I think me and Martin are just like we kind of listen to the same shit like over and over and over again until well, like no we Martin die. at that age, even younger Martin used to sit when he so at the time when I was producing tracks and working on mixtapes, Martin would sit in my lap and be there and. And listen, but and no. Listen and vibe on. No, no. He used to sing, I'm thugging and the yeah. Rick Rosses no, and all no. that. Then they got into the dance when EDM, before EDM became big and he, he knew all he that. He likes music, but Eli, it's like in him. Yeah, no, like he, he vibed out. He vibed out to it, but then yeah, once he found his little style, different. he stuck with it. That's different. Eli's very musically like inclined. Like yeah. he, he gets like the beat. He knows like how like the mixes and i don't know like it, there's something he in picks his up brain drum and, patterns fast the lyrics yeah, fast i he keep telling like let's put melodies you in, let's put you in music and you know whatever but he's a little on the shire side so he's he's scared to really do anything but i think he would really thrive in something you know musical for sure yeah, so do i so well you know it's one of those things where it's like like i said where it's cool to see your kids experience it do it be a part of it and enjoy it you can yep. share it with them we're big on sharing experiences. Like I can't wait to give them the Christmas gift and tell them the next experience we were about to share with them, which yep. we can't say because you know we might have some. Yep, his ears are big like yours. <laughs> yeah, we might have some. Uh, the walls are a little bit thin around here sometimes. Yeah, for sure. But we just um. You guys said what exactly? The last experience we just did with them, which was just local, but we took them to the Botanic Gardens uh, for the little light show. Walking going to the brewery. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was that's semi local in the next state over but yeah i mean there are different things that are available to us as far as like christmas tradition wise that we kind of have tried to do every year like he's just very excited you know it's it's exciting to do these things like as a mom yeah. you realize i think i said this last last podcast 
that the magic of Christmas really, you know, it's made by your mom. So like I think about that, like when I was younger and my love of the holidays and things that happen, it's like, yeah, it was her behind everything, you know? So when he gets older, he will remember the same, hopefully. Um, And, you know, it, it makes it, it makes me want to do those things. One for that, but two, because like, he just, he's like our holiday kid. Like he's always been like that. Even when we got home from the Botanic Gardens, which puts on like a really fucking extravagant, beautiful yeah, show, show. Yeah, it's awesome. like so fucking spot on. And we've been to other light shows, but this one was like fucking top fucking notch. You know, we got home. He's like, Mom, did you like it? I said, yeah. He's like, I want to go next year. I was like, OK. And it makes it worth it because, listen, that shit is not cheap. <laughs> OK, like it is not cheap at all. You know, and it takes a lot of work for them to put on. But that's exactly like what makes it worth it. It's like, bro, we will be there next year and I will find the money to do that regardless if I'm dead ass broke. You yeah, know? no, it was a great experience. I'm looking forward to going back to the Botanical Gardens. The daylight seemed like full flourish, fully flourished. When it's not Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, but it was a Because they have experience. like, I think, Japanese gardens and there's just like. No, we did that and then we were out in Summerfield. We saw actual fucking reindeer. Like yeah, actual, I love like, seeing Full on reindeer, which is cool to see. And. Yeah, that's another that's another thing. Like I said, when I was young, I remember telling myself like, hey, when I get older, I'm going to do things this way and do stuff that way with my kids. And obviously, I always appreciate you taking the lead on a lot of that stuff. And it's it's awesome. And it's awesome to experience. It just follows along. And I know sometimes you don't want to because it's a lot because we have a lot going on. But I know when we get there, it's like worth it. You know what I mean? We might be tired. We might be, you know, have a lot of things going on. But once we're there, it's. It's like fucking magical. You can't yeah. be, like, you can't no, be mad at it. No, it's a great it. time. And it's a, like I said, it's a great time. It's a great experience. And we, I have fun regardless. You know what I mean? Like I said, it's never, I never look at it like, what the fuck? I'm like, you know, it's just like, yeah, we always have so much on our schedule and on our plate that it's just like, yeah. Is there it, a family tradition that we do that's like your favorite? Or is there a, a family tradition that you would like to incorporate moving forward? I, our tradition of going on the 25th to go see a movie. Yeah. Which I know is a big uh Jehovah's You love Witness movies, thing. so what? I said that's a big Jehovah's Witness thing later. Like that's is like it? I used to have Jehovah's I had quite a few friends that were Jehovah's Witness. Why? And that was their cuz they don't really celebrate Christmas but they're out oh. but there's like low key like uh oh. loopholes. I, yeah. And yeah. they would always be in the theaters. They're like, "Yeah, well that's the one we go and we like they're te- trying to tell you they're not celebrating Christmas, but they're like, "Well, yeah. we're just going to go see a movie." But yeah, I like the fact that every year we go yeah. see a movie at the movie theaters. Uh, you know me, I'm a movie theater junkie. So like, I yeah, I know. I could go, you could say, we're going to go to the movies for Halloween. And I'd be fucking I know, bad. I know. That's but yeah, you. my favorite tradition is, is uh, going to the movies on the 25th. Yeah. Um, as far as adding nothing, no. Because I mean, every time when the, the month comes around, you see stuff that you see online or recommendations or repeats like Summerfield and now Botanical Gardens, you know, where it's like, you know, yeah. it's a regular tradition to go and see it and agree i do i do like that we um go to the movies on christmas day because it's just a very chill family time and then we just chill the rest of the day i like that we open presents i think yeah i think still to this day my favorite part which is very traditional even when martin was little is putting up the tree i feel like i could go back i could close my eyes and i could remember all the times like martin putting on the little you know, ornaments when you bought us our first tree, like you surprised us, you got us a tree and the ornaments and like, you know, even the tree, I, we got a new tree this year that I was really excited about. And we, you know, we, we decorated Eli is always excited to decorate and stuff. But like, those are the moments because, 
you know, when, when they get older, like, I know that won't happen. I know those times are like limited. And, you yeah, know, so I the just, first year that Martin, not that he sat out, he was working, but yeah, he was, he was working, you know, he's, he's busy, he's grown, you know? Yeah. So like, and it's I not don't, like he was like, Oh man, he was like, Oh, yeah, I don't, if, if I said, Hey, come down, decorate the tree. I'm sure he would, but he, but he you know, wasn't even here. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, I know those, those times and are limited and I, I don't, I don't put that, you know, past ever. So no, not at all. Well, you know, folks, um, it's been a great, 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 great talking with you guys. As always, we appreciate you guys tuning in to the Bonafide Bullshit Podcast. Um, I don't want you to forget that I'm allergic to pendejas. If you got a video, you'll see it. She's allergic (laughs) to pendejas, uh, which I'm surprised she's not having a breakout. Uh, You always say that every (laughs) time I wear this. But, uh, no, we, and uh, again, once again, we appreciate you guys rocking out with us. As I always say, tuning in, checking us out, taking time out of your day to listen to some of our fuckery. We appreciate you guys again. And, and I always say it, I cannot not, never say it enough. Make sure you guys continue to rock out with us. Make sure you guys hit us up. Man, today I felt like they would make sure you guys, and yeah, it was a lot of repeat words in the episode. And that is, I fully apologize because I hate when podcasts do that. Like one of my biggest pet peeves randomly is when like, they're in talking yeah. here. Mm-hmm, 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 uh-huh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're like, man, if this motherfucker goes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh-huh, one more time. I don't know if it's maybe the wine that you're drinking or maybe your your mind is just a little bit all over the place. I don't know. You know, you got... Like the whole chili situation. You have a lot going on within, yeah. internally, you yeah. know, so... But, yeah, so, <laughs> we always end it out on a crazy fucking yeah. high note like that. <laughs> Uh yeah, so make sure you guys, you guys check us out. Instagram, bonafide bullshit. Uh hit us up. Don't forget, we still take questions. Yeah, we still do that. So if you guys want to ask questions. And you guys have the best Christmas. And have reactions. The best holiday with your families and cherish all the moments and and slow down and put your phones away and just uh just love each other, you know, be with each other, be present and you know, time is not on our side. So just take all of it that you can. Like I said, make sure you hug a pet, kiss your pet, spend time with your family. You guys enjoy it. Next episode will be in the brand new year. So we'll see you guys next year, right? So see you next year. 2024. Asshole. We're going to be in there. We still being skis. Skis. If you see me in it, skis. I'm looking for the. <laughs> <laughs>